Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I think if you're the Lions, you have to take a little ownership. Okay, they sure, had a lot of, of red zone opportunities from a standpoint, and they kick field goals. But in the end, Trey Flowers gets two bad calls against him. And listen, I get it. The officials have a tough job. But we as players, we only get 16 shots at this, and each one of them count a lot. And for the officials, in the crucial situation, okay, there's a sack one time, and you call Trey Flowers for illegal hands to the face, and then you basically end the game with another what I would call bogus illegal hands to the face. I think the Lions are going to feel like they outplayed the Packers tonight and that the officials took this one away. That's Booger McFarlane last night on the call, Monday Night Football, 105.7 FM, the fans, 12.50 AM, and the free radio.com app. This is the Wendy's Big Show. Joined now by our friend Mike Clemens. He's brought to you by Potawatomi Gaming, Hotel, Casino, everything you need. It's all happening at Potawatomi. PaysBig.com. Michael, last night I was in the stands. The place was an absolute electric crowd and uh, aired and, and helped, maybe a little aided by the guys in the pinstripes. Yeah, hey. By the way, what do you think of the flashing lights when, you know, like Mason Crosby, yeah. uh, he, uh, you know, has his Lambo leap? Because I'm watching it on TV, and it's in the dark. I mean, you know? Yeah, Mike, I love it. I, I, absolutely, I absolutely love it. Now, I didn't necessarily see it as the, good on TV. I on Twitter calling me an old man for saying I, I don't yeah, like I saw it. that. I'm an old TV director guy that I like lighting. You know, I like to see stunning close-ups of people's faces. <laughs> I mean, remember Michael Jordan? You know, and he, he make, makes that shot and that, that Sports Illustrated cover, and he's got his arm, you know. Or, or, or Muhammad Ali when he's standing over Sonny Liston. You know, if this happens at Lambeau Field, those guys are in the dark. You don't get that shot. That's just my take. No, no, I and I, I agree with it. I know Gary was, when we first saw it in preseason, Gary was like, dude, it's it's Lambeau Field. We don't need all these gimmicks. We don't need all this. We We... We are the Green Bay Packers. You don't need all of this nonsense. I will tell you this, though, in the atmosphere, in that moment, it was pretty cool. Oh, it was okay. pretty cool well, when those lights went in and out last looked, night after they won it, the game. It looked awesome on TV. And literally, I was thinking to myself, man, we should do that here at the Mecca. That that It looked awesome on well, TV. I'm going to say this. Uh, I was against it in the beginning, uh, Mike, but I have crossed over. It is it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I, I went to a Badger game on Saturday, and it was it was awful. The crowd, I mean, it, it, it's okay. I mean, I shouldn't say it's awful. But, I mean, the game day atmosphere, they have ramped it up. It's much better than it ever was. It's much more interactive. They, they seem to get everybody involved. I mean, that crowd last night was electric. Go ahead and blink the lights on and off. I don't care. I, I, I didn't fall over or nothing like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know, uh, controversial calls in yeah. last night's game. You go over the Lions locker room and, you know, you feel kind of bad for these guys. They think they got robbed on some calls and they weren't complaining. They were watching themselves. Matt Patricia wasn't going to say anything uh, from the podium because that's an instant 50 grand fine mm-hmm. for a head coach. 
uh, he just said, hey, you know, th- there's rules and we're going to coach it so we don't get those calls. You know, you wait till you get back home and you look at the film and you decide what you're going to do. And, and then, you know, you send, you formally send complaints to the league. Troy, the, the league is meeting today. The owners are meeting today in Fort Lauderdale. So they're hearing about it. Troy Vincent had a press conference today. He talked about those two hand-to-face calls that uh, Trey Flowers got uh, with David Bakhtiari, and he said that we didn't really see it in the first one, but definitely the second one. You know, Flowers has got his hand on the collar of his shoulder pads. It's not in his face, and that was probably a bad call. And you guys had the last tackle on David Bakhtiari earlier in the show today, and here's what David said about it. But uh, you know what? I'll, I'll take it because calls go both ways. Two hands-to-face calls where I'm battling, and, you know, everyone wants to go any which way. Listen, they're close calls for a reason. Mm-hmm. I'll, that's the best way I'm going to answer that one. They're close calls for a reason. And if you're going to ask me, and the way I've said it, I'm, I was, there's a couple players that I played um, in my career where half the time I'm staring up at the sky at literally the whole game. And this was one of the games where I was looking up at the sky more than I think I was actually looking uh, and seeing my actual defender. Then do you go to the refs and say, hey, you know, maybe can you check this out? This guy's doing this, this guy's doing that. Once it becomes just very extra and repetitive, I'll just be like, hey, uh, what are you guys looking at back there? We put two referees back there literally to watch the line because you guys want to call more penalties on us. So obviously you have a second set of eyes. Are you not seeing this? Or are you not seeing this? And I think that's the one thing I always remember. It was always it was taught to us, Mike, to to just ask the official, "What are we calling today?" Right. And, and that's pretty similar to what he said. What, what are we calling today? If we're calling this, just just watch out for this because uh, ninety has been shoving my throat for the last forty minutes. Right before the game, in a, in, a, in a professional way, catchers turn around, talk to the home plate umpire, and say, "You know, what are you looking for today?" You know, for strike zones and stuff like that. I mean, it's it, because it is a people business, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, and I won't go any further on it. It just—it starts with the way the rules are written. It's football. It's a violent sport. It's also about how bad these officials have been all year long. Well, yeah, that too. But I listen. I wouldn't want to try and officiate the language that are in in those rule books right now. For sure. And this stupid crap about emphasis of offensive holding. You know, and now you've got defensive backs. You got Kevin King is making a nice play. Hey. It's incomplete. It could have been a, a touchdown to Galloway, and Galloway got on your back and all that. And instead, now you've got Kevin King looking for offensive pass interference. Just, just you know, play the game. Yeah, just play the game. Just Get play the, the game. game. It's too, too bad we couldn't have been able to call kick catch interference, but uh, I think you have to signal for a fair catch for that to be uh, called. Oh uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's another topic. Is you know. Just before the game, Packers make a roster change. They only had the two tight ends because Robert Tanyan's got a hip injury. I saw him in the locker room over the weekend, but he was unable to go. He was out of the game. So they felt they needed a third tight end, so they brought back Evan Bayless, big kid that I liked a lot uh, during a, you know mini camps and during training camps. So he was up and, and was used on some of the special teams last night. And that means that they released uh, Tremont Smith, the kid that they picked up from Kansas City. He'd been a returner for Andy Reid for a year or so. And that means I gave all the responsibilities to Darius Shepard, the undrafted guy that uh, you know came in last night. Well, geez, he's got the one pick that bounces off his face mask. He's got the uh, uh, where he should have fought, called for a fair catch. And Matt LaFleur talked about how that fumble cost more points for the Packers when the Lions were able to. I mean, the, here the defense had done a great job of getting mm-hmm. those guys off the field. 
I think uh, Preston had a, a sack, and uh, and now you give the Lions great field position. Thank goodness the defense comes out and prevents another touchdown. And Lafleur talked about that play today. Obviously, on the punt return, he's got to make a better decision. You know, he was out of position for for catching the ball. We never want our punt returners putting their hands over their head to catch a football. So if you ever get in that position, either try to get out of the way or he's he's got to, at worst-case scenario, he's got to fair catch that. Gary, is that one of those where, where you, you want to let the ball come to your chest plate instead of go up and try to grab it, high well, point it? Well, yeah, well, the problem is, and Mike knows, is the problem is that they made a calculated decision to get rid of, to, to trade Trevor Davis and then to play Shepard. And, and it's kind of on the job. Uh, learning, and, and that's kind of what you get there with that, with that, with those decisions. Yeah, you got a six-round pick out of that, and now you go up against Trevor Davis this coming Sunday yeah. when when the Raiders come to town. So everyone's asking, you know, not enough weapons. You got Devontae Adams, and it drops off. And I agree that MVS is not a third and seven kind of guy. He's the deep pass kind of guy. He's just not built for it. And you got uh, then you got Kumaro out there who's running hot and cold in terms of being on the same page with Rodgers, even though these guys have looked so good, you know, during training camp together. Uh, and then Darius Shepard, who's, you know, not ready for prime time yet. He'll be good someday. But, you know, the good news is you bring along guys like Darius Shepard and you're still 5-1. and one. That's amazing, isn't mm-hmm. it? You know, that's the amazing part. No doubt about so, it. So Aaron Rodgers goes to Alvin Witted, the receivers coach, during the game and says, put 13 in the game, man. And this is six foot five, two hundred twenty-seven pounds. This is a more of a possession kind of receiver that they'd hoped they would have gotten out of Jamon Moore. Cut him, brought him back after Labor Day weekend. Then he's there on the roster. They put him in the game, and he comes up with the game-winning touchdown last night. Honestly, had a really good feeling I was going to come to my way just because of the play call um, and just the leverage that I got from the corner. Um, so when I f- finally got out of my break, I, I looked back, um, try to look into the lights, and just find the black dot. Um, and, then, <laughs> and it just, you know, fell right into my arms. I like that. Uh, now, as somebody that didn't get to catch passes, I would always just, I always had a feeling of where is the football? This guy gets to go find it, find it, get ready to go for it, late hands, grab it, and slide into the end zone. Mike, I was like 25 feet away from him in the end zone there awesome. watching the game in the bowl. It was one of the coolest, the, just the most beautifully placed balls I've ever seen in my entire life. And he's built for those third down plays like that, isn't he? Huge. You know, like 15 yards and guys flying across and all that. So here's the other thing, too. Leadership in this locker room. Man, it's the Darius and Preston. I mean, they they just own the place. Own the place. Even so, where uh, Darius got that sack in the second quarter, and then he does this weird little celebration where he lays down and takes a nap. And he's kind of laughing, right? Did you see him? We put Mm -hmm. his hands together and take a little nap. That was nice. So, you know, we asked him last night, you know, what was that all about? He, He told the story. This morning, I didn't know we had field goal block for special teams, right. and I was in the hot tub and I was late, so I uh, told Coach that that I was late. But Tell him who texted you though? Tell him who texted you. Preston texted me. It was like we need to be in here, but at the same time, I wanted to make a joke out of it. I paid my fine, but to still wake up late. Just say I woke up late, put my pants on, put my shirt on, and still got to work. work. Yeah, yeah. You still got to work on time. Accountability from your guys that you see in the locker room is incredible, but also uh, they find him for it. Does it get any better than this, though? No, I mean, it, it doesn't. doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's an inside joke. They're yep. having fun with it and winning football games. 
Mike, they're they're five and one. It's an incredible run. We'll talk Thursday as we get hey. ready for the Oakland Raiders in town. Hey, Clemens, you know everything Packers related. You're the encyclopedia on the big show. So do tell me this trivia do question, guy. Riddle me this. Kyle Murphy was drafted in round one of the phase two of the XFL draft today by what team? Mm, I wouldn't know that. Uh, the one that Winston Moss is running in L.A.? No. Good guess, though. No. The D.C. Defenders. Kyle Murphy is sixth-round pick just a couple of years ago. Yeah, Stanford. Stanford. Is, in yeah. the, is in the damn XFL right now. Yeah, well, yeah. What's yeah. wrong with that? He's trying to make some money. Yeah, he was a nice him. kid. I thought he kept on having foot injuries or something like yeah, that, and, yeah. and that's why they didn't bring him back in Green Bay. But, yeah, that's – so, the, you know, the point is – you know, it's it's smart that Goody eventually had to move on from him because, you know, look where he is now. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Mike, appreciate it, man. We'll talk Thanks, Thursday. Mike. Thank you, Big Show. Right, That's buddy. Mike Clemens joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, courtesy of Potawatomi Hotel, Gaming, Spa. Everything's happening at Pato. Go over there at PaysBig.com. He joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If you're looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019, look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.